What's going on, guys? Eric Black here, uh, Parker Miner over yonder there. Um, this is a show that we like to call Rockcast, and I hope yes. that you enjoy this show this, uh, this week. We've got a very special group of people on this episode and uh whenever i say episode it makes me think like something's wrong something's having somebody's having an episode and it feels like something is very very wrong and i'm not gonna lie that's probably gonna be this show for you guys so i was about um, to say i think we're gonna have an episode it's gonna two. get weird yeah and if it doesn't get weird i'm gonna be horribly horribly disappointed um but we have on the show today we've got uh, we got jared weeks who is the the uh, the founder one of the co-founders of a little band that i like to call saving able and they uh, they put out some good stuff. They did a lot of great. I, I we're gonna get into it. I'm not gonna say it because this is the intro. And the last time I did an intro, it took it took forever. five minutes. Yeah. So we're gonna shorten that up. Jared, you've got some friends with you, and I need to know. I need to know their names. I need to know what they do. I need to know um, G string or boxers. Oh gosh, what about just free balling? No, okay, that's, that's me. That's him. This right here, this is uh, this is my buddy Jared Blake. Uh, he's from season one of The Voice, so he's an OG, original. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this right here, this is Mr. Vincent Van Hickerson. Uh, he was on the show, uh, The Biggest Loser, season twelve. Uh, he ended up losing two hundred and eleven pounds. I think. That's, yeah. That's wow. Fire me. That's an, is it that is impressive. <laughs> That's like me holding a, a fat baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I, is. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's. That's incredible. That's yeah, just incredible. That is awesome. He that also is awesome. had a band. He also had a band uh, that was signed with Toby Keith, a uh, band called Trailer Choir. Yeah. And yeah. He had a, a very awesome single called "Rocking the Beer Bed." It did really well uh, for the heftier size ladies out there. Oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> we grew up on opposite sides of the river from each other. That's right. Oh, nice. Yeah, I get that. I get yeah. that. Um, <laughs> and you guys, you guys are all hanging out in Nashville right now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That's where we're at right now. Uh, I've been working with these guys for the past few years, uh, which. As far as the National Cartel goes, that's been going for years. Yeah, uh, we kind of solidified it a few years ago. We had a we had a casino gig there for a while, pretty regularly, and uh, we were going down there once a month, uh, all the way down to Florida to wow. Avril. Yeah, and, nice. Uh, it was a lot of hours that we spent together. Came up with a lot of good ideas. Um, a lot of bad ideas. A lot of bad. Yeah, ideas. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of those we carried out as well. <laughs> Some we, some we didn't know were illegal. Uh, <laughs> you, you have to. <laughs> well, uh, all right. So all of you have been in some sort of uh, what we'll call limelight. And I don't understand that phrase either because I don't think limes give off light, but I could, I could be wrong. Um, uh, yeah, I do like them. They're okay if you mix them with certain drinks. Right. I don't want a lime to eat. No, no, no. Well, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, we're all we're all about the limes, uh, and the lemons. I guess we'll yeah, throw those I'm in. All the way, wow, wow, he's all the way. He's all not like I could do it. No, I he's like no. It's, on it and just drink it. I love bananas. That's oh, I've seen that. <laughs> that's odd. Anyway, yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Well, so here's the thing. Oh. So we're all we're all hanging out here in Nashville, and uh, or depending on which part of Nashville, it could be Nashville. We're could in be one of them. Yeah, it could be that. Um, Nashville, which is uh, which is kind of the same as Louisville. It's not Louisville. You will get punched. I know this. Uh, you will get punched. Um, Louisville. 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 It's, it's the vol. Louisville. It's like almost one syllable, barely two. Louisville. Yeah. Right. That's pretty much Louisville. it. Yeah. Louisville. Yeah. You I like you it. boys going to Louisville? Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> y'all y'all going to Louisville? Got some oh man. By the way, this this whole segment is sponsored by 2020, which 2020 is sponsored by Zoom, which is also sponsored by Charmin toilet paper and Purell hand sanitizer. It's just where we're at. That's our sponsors this this segment. Yeah. That's the whole package right there. Yeah. 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 It's just stuff you yes. can't even find the store anymore. That's, right? That's on it's the like those diapers. It's yeah. like an Easter Bunny package this year like for the kids. Yeah. we It was for the kids, and I was like, you're not getting that stuff. That's that's daddy's now. That's daddy's. 
Um, so you guys have a lot of things going on between the thri- the thrice of you. Um, that's right. I'm pulling out the big words tonight. I'm pulling out the big words. It happens every now and again on the show. Tonight is one of those nights. I thought, let's pull it out. Let's see what happens. And that's what she said. I didn't get in trouble this time. So we're all good. There, there, there are, um, being in, you've all been on. I just started going off in the background talking and I'm just like, what's happening? (laughs) 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 It's always always listening. I don't know what you said, but Echo is not sure about that. That was her response. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Well, I'm not sure about that. My thing is, is if you're not sure about it, you figure it out. You are the, you have the internet at your disposal. <laughs> what am I paying for? Figure it out. Right? I don't, whatever. I don't know. Um, have we started, is this, did we, Parker, did we start the show already? Uh-uh. Okay. Let's just, this is it. This is the start of the show. We're starting, we're starting now. This is Hang it. All right. I, don't, I don't know. There it is there right there. And scene. And that's a good show, guys. That's a wrap. We'll call it a night. No. <laughs> there we go. All right. So we've got <clears throat> we've got a, a various um I mean there's a lot of there's a good mix of of what you guys have done so far, but it sounds like you guys have been I, I what I'm what I'm trying to say is I want to talk about MTV. Do you guys remember when it was M, when MTV was actually MTV and not RTV? I do I do remember that. Yeah, I know Jared does for sure. Um Here's the thing. I don't think, uh, well, currently, I don't think it's going to come back. I, I think they've tried. I think they've done a lot. But I, I want to know, you know, you guys have been on a lot of shows, a lot of, you uh, know, a lot of in the media type situations. Um, and I feel like MTV was a, a very unique scenario. And I think we need to get back to some sort of version, uh, not quite what it is now, but some sort of version of that. You guys, you guys like MTV was like a lifeline, a cord. Like, right. it was an experience. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch it in my house. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, but at my grandma's It wasn't house, one of the three channels. It wasn't one of the little boxes that you just clicked on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would go to my grandmother's and I would always watch the MTV countdown. Like, it was an experience for me yeah. each time that it happened. And it was like, to me, I'm glad that I was, that was where I was. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I agree. And I, I was actually talking to my kids about this. Every time we, we talk about these sort of things, like MTV things, I, if I'm reminded of like when I was a little kid and my grandmother was like 96 and she was like, like well, back when we would go to the soda fountain, they made milkshakes out of real ice cream. And it was no much better. And I think about some of those things that I tell my kids now, because I'm like, the, the reality of, MTV and things like that was we saw people that had to go through um, that they had to, to work hard to get to a spot where someone noticed them and then they had to be deemed worthy to get to another spot and another spot before they ever right. got to TV. And now what we watch is I'm not sure what the record executive even actually does anymore because we basically <laughs> just go, that shit's got a million views on TikTok, sign her. It looks <laughs> we don't give a shit, whatever. Yep. Right, well, it seems like. Well, and let's let's take that a step further and talk about radio then, because you're you're on to something right now. In 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 radio, Parker and I both have worked in radio, still dabble in it a little bit. But the problem is, it, even uh, it doesn't matter unless you're the program director, you don't get to choose the music. The music is chosen for you. Yeah, and so a lot of them don't. It's like I don't, I don't I never understood that. That's why we that's that's why I no longer work there because I chose the music and they didn't like it. That's right. So, that's <laughs> we, we did what we did. You know, that's, that's, uh, you know what? I remember popping in some, some for Jared too, man. I mean, I, we would pop in 18 days was a huge hit when it yep. came out and I knew nobody was playing it. Like as far as the active rock stations, we were, we're going to do this alternative flip and go to this new alt and all this, which look, I, I dig it. It's cool, whatever. But when you got people as talented as Jared Weeks out there with Save and Able, and that, that was a time where we, me and Eric would pop stuff in. We were like, nope, we're going to re- replace that with this. Here we go. I yep. love that time period. Yeah. I, I remember the time period when, when radio, if it was good, they would play it. Uh, yeah. You know, and then I was a part of the time period where it was, you go to a radio station and it was more or less, what have you done for us lately? A lot of stations were like that. Uh, yeah. And it changed, and it was just really like hard for me to accept for a while. Like, yeah, us too. I, I'm still like, I'm still weird about it a little. You know? I still like, think it's, I think it's cool what y'all are doing too, because 
I, I, you know, this past year, I think, what was it, 2,200, something like that, you know, iHeart people got laid off, yep. you know, on our personalities, program directors, music directors, all this stuff. And I got a couple buddies in that industry still from, you know, I was on the countryside, but we toured and we played yeah. every station that there was, especially, you know, for those guys. And when you're, it was Clear Channel back when I was doing it, but when you're sitting mm -hmm. there talking to them, like, man, I lost my job, what am I going to do? And it wasn't, yeah. y'all that got big personalities, I'm like, man, go make your own podcast, go make your own show. Like yep, you are right. the voice of that, um, go grow, go grow it. You have the social medias and you have the fan base already, so go grow it. And uh, I think it's cool to see, you know, guys doing that because we're still going to need those personalities and those shows. Yeah. I think they still are people like them. I mean, I enjoy listening to podcasts. I enjoy listening to people uh, show their personalities and, and their opinions and, and talk about it. Um, you know, and like I said, it's just like with the music. Now what you're saying on MTV and CMT and all the, all those Viacom channels that they no longer play any music on there. Anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like the biggest night of the year is their award show, which is the only night that they ever have any other artists on the show. Right. And it's their biggest, most watched night. And then the rest of the year they play team mom. And you're, you're even seeing like, for me, uh, we did a lot of the independent stations and you're even seeing that trickle down yeah. that way to where you could get into an independent station, make friends with the uh, program director, you know, hang out and they would start throwing you some bones and you could start building something. And it went from like the, the era that he's talking about to that trickling down. And then yeah. the last probably four years, I'd have PDs that I've known for the last 10 years calling me like, brother, I'd love to help you, but I'm not allowed to, to decide yeah. what's going to happen. So-and-so bought this station, that station, and now yeah. there's some guy in New York that decides yep. everything that's going to happen yep. for all of these stations. And, um, well, and, and it's based it's based off of um, – it's not based off of what people actually listen to. In, well, in my opinion, it's based off of uh, – um, you know, labels. I, <laughs> I think that, that, that all the labels are are in this together, and they own Billboard. Like they, you know, not literally, but they they tell Billboard these guys are what's coming up. It's not actually what's popular. It's just like these guys are coming up. Yeah. Uh, nothing. Yeah. Nothing against. Nothing against Billboard, but. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it's it's our show. We can do what we want. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, you know, it, it, <laughs> but I think, man, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we had the ability to do, uh, we, this is not our first podcast. This is not our first, you know, radio experience. This is nothing. This is something that, that, that COVID brought on. Um, it's something that actually we were talking about doing before COVID and then COVID hit me to change everything that we were doing it to build sets, be to do all this stuff. Um, but it's one of those things where we were really, really, really tired of being told what to play. Um, I remember the days, vaguely, but I remember the days <laughs> when DJs said, oh, I like these 25 tracks. Yeah. I'm going to play them. Right. Um, and that's one of the things, again, that's why, we, that's why we're no longer in traditional radio is because we would play the tracks that we liked and that we were getting calls for. We would get that's calls right. all the time about tracks that were never being played consistently. And if we yeah. get more than... 10 or 15 calls, we'd be like, you know what, we're just going to throw that in. You can get it to your fan base and say, hey, we, we got a show coming on, we got different things, and they would start calling in and asking for it. And then it got to the point where you were getting messages back from your fans and going, man, I've called this, you know, me and all my friends have called this radio station like 30 times, and they just won't play it. You know, like, oh, you know what yeah. Yeah. Yep. Guys who were doing that, the ones that had the balls to do that, y'all created regional stars. And then those regional stars will get offered record deals. And then the record labels will get pissed off about it because they couldn't get the same 360 deal they were going to get from an artist that had not been I was the, the 360 deal. Whenever yeah, I yeah, yeah. The very first time. I paid millions and millions of dollars yep. for somebody else. We're in the studio one day with this producer and uh, – uh, writing and this this kid calls in for something he was doing with Skid and he uh he, Skid had him on speakerphone and the kid goes um yeah so like I'm thinking about getting into rock and roll and Skid was like I, you just missed it I'm sorry and then Sajid Abel came to the door and they're like all right come on yeah he didn't make it we're not going back for him we'll get another one world and i had two top 20s in the rock and the active rock world and i was like man my 
Check is about to be massive. I got two top 20s because the country music. You got two top 20s. You done made about half a million, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, man, I'm, I'm about to make some money. I got my check of about 3200 bucks. Oh, <laughs> so, man. But still, hey, it's still good to make some, some money on it. But right, right, right. Seasons after another one called Nine Left Dead, they, 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 they cut our songs. Well, so so you guys, um, are you guys now on? You're all signed to labels, though, right? Or are you doing independent uh, things? Not, well, a lot of the things that I've been going through here in Nashville is you go and you talk to these record labels, or they want to see you, and they want to do this. Uh, a lot of them ask for money. Basically, well, you give me this much money, and these are the things I'm going to do for you. Yeah. And they will service yeah. it. And they, they want you to come in with a backer. They they want to not spend any money. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but once, you know, and but once, like, I, after a few of those meetings, I was just like, I can do my, I mean, I, I got a publicist. I can do half of these jobs that they're saying I'm going to pay them for. Basically, they're throwing shit against the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, and if right. they don't fit, you got to bring back more money to keep it going. Yep. I'd rather not, honestly, me, I'd rather not play, play that game. I've, I've got a, a wife and three kids and a wife. Yep. I mean, That's right. I'm saving Abel's, I mean, addicted. I mean, I still live off that yearly. I mean, it, which that's you awesome. It, but thank God for that, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. You know, by all means, like I'm not saying that I, I don't like that, uh, but it, it frees me up to con continue to pursue, pursue right. music and do shows with these guys. We do more than just write music. I mean, we put together shows. I mean, we, well, yeah. went, recently, when the COVID restrictions were lifted and all that, we did a show, who was it, Lee Bryce uh, in Murfreesboro. And of course we opened up for him and do all this and it went really well. So, you know, now we're doing another one with, uh, who was it, Randy, yeah. uh, Randy Hauser. Um, I mean, to me, it's more about the music. Yep. Oh, we got NSYNC coming up too, by the way. No. <laughs> so we're oh. we're going to be in Florida with Joey Satown and Chris Patrick. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome it's, it's really great man. eric is looking forward to that one i can I, tell i'm i'm gonna I, i've got a whole jumpsuit and everything it's gonna oh, be yeah. great. <laughs> that, that, the question that you were asking about you know being signed and stuff i think that we're, yeah all all of of us, i'm on my own like we, we are doing we know how to do all that stuff yeah. all of, once you've been through the machine of it it's really if you can get out of the way of your own ego of going i don't have to have the bus I don't right. have to have the limelight. I don't have to have those things. Even though he does have a bus. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a short bus. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it is. I bet it is. But you, once you get out of your own way, you realize that you can be a much smaller artist and make a lot more money. Yeah, that way than, than necessarily being on a major label. Will you let Eric borrow that bus daily? What's that? Will you let Eric borrow that bus, the short bus? I mean, he needs it about every day. Yeah. Hey, we have a rule in the bus. You're always right in the bus. That's the rule. You're never wrong in the bus. So we're going to do the show from the bus from now on. Right. That's happening. Yeah, that's... We're all okay with the fact that everyone's always right and no one is ever wrong. That's good. I haven't taken that home yet. <laughs> it worked with three days. Yeah, I let it parlay into my home life for about a week once. So I kept telling my wife, no, I'm right. She's like, no, you're not. You're literally not right. I'm like, yes, I am. It's, it's the rule. Ask it's, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wrote a contract about it. It's it's fine. I'm, I am right. It's fine. I am. <laughs> oh, He's okay. been on the bus for a week. He is right. He's right. He is was right. So I was checking some of you guys' stuff out uh, with the right mm -hmm. and uh what was it? Rock on the Range? Was that where you guys did one of those? Man? That <laughs> yeah. literally, that was the, the biggest crowd I'd ever played in front of my life. That was 70,000 people. And when people ask me that, I always go back to Rock on the Range. Rock on the Range. Yep. It blew my mind. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Literally, yep. as far as your eye could see, it yep. was, it was just an ocean of people. And the stadium would fill up completely all the yep. way around the bowl. Yep. It was ridiculous. It was insane. It was insane. I mean, even even as media people, when we would be able to get into there, right? You know, it was something to where um, it was uh, hard for us to go through there just simply to get from point A to point B because we only have when we're when we're covering events, we're either in the media tent right. or we're you know uh, up to three songs yeah. uh, and on the stage. They only give us three songs, so they give up golf cart. We need ride around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parker, we need we need better friends. We just I know, need right? better friends. Right. I think. So what you're saying is when they, it's not called rocking the range anymore, but when it comes right. back, 
We'll see y'all there. It'll be called Rockcast on the Range. That's right. Yeah. They already booked us. They already it's booked a contract. We're headlined. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, we, we just signed y'all just then. Love us. Yep. It's an it's inked. We inked a deal. It'll yeah. be uh all the PR people will have it tomorrow. It'll be great. We just docky signed it. We just yeah. check your email. Yeah. There it yeah, is. Yeah. Right there. It's official. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I bought my first house with DocuSign. It was just like, hey, can you just, you know, go ahead and do this digitally? And I was like, that's it? Of course, it was like 800 sheets of paper, but man. Right. You saved the whole tree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. right. That's right. That's fair. Yeah. We saved a whole. You know what? We're good people. We are good people. people. I did my due diligence. (laughs) That's right. Despite what my mother says, I'm a good people. We do what we can for society. Right, Eric? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. We're not really. We picked it up out like it's the castle of Grayskull. I still got it. It's on my grave. Jared, tell me, tell me about the. Um, Wait, which I Jared? Which Jared? Oh, that's true. That's true. Jared squared now. Jared squared, yeah. <laughs> Jared to the Jared to this side. I can I can let him since he invited you. I assumed it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, tell us, tell us about the hinder days because obviously that was a a, a little short lived part of your life, but that was an important part too because um we we know the hinder guys and they're Vinny, good dudes. So I'd like Vinny to know hears, how that how Vinny, that came about. Vinny here has written songs for me. They cut like really, yeah. Like I didn't even know that till I met him, and I was like, dude, Alex the singer. Nice to meet you, bro. You know, I saw one through three. The song I, I wrote it with Cody, but. The one that they cut, it went through three uh, three different singers. And uh, <laughs> it went through him and then uh, Ola Dillon, Nolan Neal, Neal, and then Marshall wow. Russell. Yeah, I know Nolan. Nolan's wow. a good dude. Uh, so, yeah, man, I uh, saving Abel at that time, I, I'd taken time off, right, because my wife was pregnant. We were back. Right. Back. I remember that. So we had time off, like uh, June, July, and August, something like that. You know, uh, so I went out. We were out in Phoenix, and um, – it got to a point where Eddie Mead uh, was, who was saving Abel's drum tech. Uh, I met him out on the road on my very first tour with Neural Sonic and Evans Blue and framed him having Oh, man. Uh, wow. I, I miss Evans Blue so bad. Wow. What happened yeah, to that? Dude. Uh, that was one of our first tours. But anyways, so once saving Abel got a little bigger, I hired Eddie, and uh, he's one of my best friends in this day. So um, Eddie was. Uh, drum checking for Cody at the time with Hinder and right. at that point uh, I think Austin he had to go to rehab or detox or whatever yep. he had to leave yep. go do and they were gonna have they were gonna have to cancel the tour. I mean they right. had festival headlining shows coming up and um I think it was Eddie he was just called me up one day. He's like, hey man, hey uh you what are you doing? I'm like, I'm out in Phoenix. You know, I got a few months off. And he's like, man, do you want to come sing for Hinder? And I'm just like, what? He's <laughs> like, you know, he's like, man, Austin had to go home. Like, I'm serious. Like, I'm legit serious. And I'm like, I'm like, wait. Well, so I went and talked to my wife. And she's you serious, like, Clark? <laughs> so I went to my wife, <laughs> and she's like, you know, literally weeks away from, from having the kid. And, yeah. Obviously, I'm in need of money. I'm about to have a baby, you know. Right. Time off, and we decided, yeah, let's let's do this. You know, I mean, I got, I thought it was awesome at the beginning, but you know, I had time off for the kid. I didn't get to do it. Got to go out with Hinder. So I was, I sat there for two, three weeks. You know, I wrote down every lyric, we listened to it. Finally, I went and met up with them. And and I, by the way, I did call and ask Saving Able during this. I called each band member. I even called the producer. Like I went that far. Uh, as to, to go out of my way and and every single person, uh, Jason uh, Noel, uh, yeah. kind of co-founder uh, of Saving Able with, with he and I, and basically his his was along with everybody else's response was like, hey, as long as it doesn't get in the way of Saving Able shows, it, like, go for it. I mean, do your thing, you know. And it felt good to have that kind of support. That's good. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. So you know, uh, I remember in the month of August, I flew back and forth between Hinder and Saving Able like 50 Oh, my gosh. That's wow. a lot. It was, man. And wow. it really did take a lot out of me because those – Austin Wangler is a fantastic singer. Right? Yeah, dude, he is. He's definitely a really talented, talented singer. This or that, he legit – he kicked my ass. I, mean, I couldn't even try on some of that stuff. 
So I had to make it my own. Yeah. Uh, it still turned out well, though. You know? Yeah, it did. I didn't try to take anything from him. If he, I just couldn't do that stuff. He's got to fight. Yeah, he, he, does. he does. He has his own style. Everybody has their own style. You got your own style. You sound awesome. Yeah. Of course, Austin, he's just got that real raspy like voice. But he, he's my, got my, levels too. Like he can get yeah. off there. <laughs> yeah. My question is, how did you not mix up the? Did you ever like get on stage and then like start Absolutely. thinking of the lyrics? Absolutely. First couple of shows, and Eddie Mead, as I was telling you about his whole job, like the first two weeks of the show, is he had a, a, an iPad with the lyrics and he would have to scroll as I'm singing and I'm up front watching these lyrics and singing. To <laughs> and they wouldn't auto scroll either. So like he would have to like listen and then scroll and then listen and then scroll and while he's drum taking at the same time. Wow. Did you did you feel like it was kind of karaoke? Like you were just doing karaoke? I it actually was. And even <laughs> that I was still messing up the lyrics. <laughs> at that point you just blame it on the drinks. Ninety minutes. Wow. And it's like if he didn't, if he if he wasn't on the right lyric, like I couldn't turn around and give him an ugly look. It's like right. hey, you're lucky he's even doing this for you. Yeah, <laughs> you just <laughs> hand the mic to the crowd and let them okay, sing. Yeah. For Eventually, yeah. it got to the point, and he's like, "Hey, he calls me Dean. He calls me Gerald Dean. He goes, Danny, man, you got those lyrics, man. I gotta go drum tech. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm like, sure, man. I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah, I'll I'll just... I at least got the most every now. You know. Yeah. So was good, there good how, experience. what what kind of a difference was there from doing Saving Able shows to doing Hinder shows? Oh man, uh, well hell, I'm not in the band anymore. Uh, Saving Able. No. I tell you this though, uh, the difference to me, and in my opinion, that I I felt like that at that time period, uh, Hinder, they cared more about a career mm. and and looking at the long run of things. And they were practicing their instruments every day. I mean, I just didn't see that with Saving Able. And, and, and when I say this, I'm including myself. I felt like more in the Saving Able, the way things happened so quickly for us. Yeah. Each member in that band was in it for themselves, I think, a lot more than the career type, long type. Yeah. Uh, of, you know, and I think that's fair to say, you know, of course, I, I'm including myself into that. I'm not isolating anybody. Right, right. God knows. I mean, but uh, it, it that's that stuck out to me like uh, very very strongly when I was with Hinder. Those guys actually they were on a team. The, how well they worked together. They took care of each other, and it was just something that that I was proud to be a part of. I was like, yeah. wow, this is so cool. Like, yeah, see, yeah I know Co see, Cody's a very organized organized businessman, right? He is. And right. It, it was a lot of fun too, man. We had a lot of fun doing that. And it, it ended up going so well that Hinder ended up booking a whole other tour around it with yeah. Jackbox, wow. uh, which was awesome as well. Like, so we got to go back out on another seven-week run uh, because it was going so well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, he offered me the job uh, at the end of the at the end of the run. And at that time, I, you know, I was like, "Well, I got saving able." I said, "I can do both because you know I've already done a month back and forth." And Cody was more or less, like I said, the long run. He's like, "No, nah, it, it needs to be all or nothing." Yeah, and uh, then you know, then Nolan stepped in. So I mean, right. everything, everything was cool. Like we're still yeah. friends. It was Everybody's just, supporting each other out. Yeah, that's just how all that went down. It's kind of cool to be a part of something like that. We did shows with them this year, didn't we? And, and yeah, all we, the shows. We were supposed to play July twenty third with them, and it was us. There's no joke. It was all of us. Lone Star. Chris Kirkpatrick from Pizza, <laughs> Hinder, Ira Dean from Trick Pony, there was somebody else. Wow, what a mix. Wow. It was, it was, it was, we were actually called, it was called Tattoos and Tailgates, which we, we didn't name it. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Why, why did the show not happen? COVID. Yeah, okay. COVID. <laughs> What's COVID? What's COVID? Yeah, some Never heard of it. Disease or something. Huh. Huh. <laughs> well, I don't right. because at least you felt like you were getting something positive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this question is for Jared Squared and Vinny. Um, all of you combined. Now, there, you, all of you do, well, not currently, but maybe, but you do a lot of shows. You know, you, you can, whenever we're available to do shows. Absolutely. Not, not due to, to do COVID, we, we do shows, right? Well, a lot of bands, a lot of, a lot of artists, they have these things called pre-show rituals. Uh, I would very much, or, or post-show, whichever you, I mean, some people go off stage and they drop deuces left and right. I don't That's know what, what do. you guys do. What do you guys have pre or post show rituals that you guys like to do? And I, I 
I did back in my drinking days, but uh, <laughs> not necessarily so much these days. These days, it's like, oh, what time is it? 8.30, man. They don't have to, we don't have to hurry up. I'm getting tired. <laughs> like, I'm going to bring those up. I can. What I have noticed, though, because of COVID, it's like uh, how much less I green myself. Mm. Like, in, in, general, like, in general, like my beard was looking like, like just cold dog crap not longer. And I realized, like, it's because I trimmed my beard up, like, right before every show. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you just – you forget yeah. about like all the things that you. Uh, We're all really do. lazy right now. Yeah. I like to I like to eat before I sing. I, yeah. I, like yeah. I like to have something to eat. It keeps me from getting the butterflies. That's that's yeah. No, it does. Like every time you ever notice, and they they may never notice, but before we start our first set, we were doing the casino deal for a while, and um, we had some pretty good, great crowds on that thing. But I would I would go and eat a protein bar right before we start. <laughs> Well, that's acceptable. That's not yeah, like a huge deal. When you're on, listen, when you're the country guy that has a very mediocre voice and you have to be on stage with these two assholes that have really awesome rock and roll type voices, right? You got to be really funny and you got to throw a burp in there somewhere. So you, know, yeah. you got to get a little ammunition. I was trying to do that a minute ago, but it was not coming up. I was Just like, oh, come on. To. Hey, listen, I got I got a three month long, four month old now. Um, I can burp you. You need help? <laughs> so <laughs> let's jump. We always with Hinder, we always did a shot to Yeager before the. They, have, they had a rule you could only drink an hour before showtime. Well, they did have they they had their own like Jaeger machine yeah. on the yeah. bus, right? Yeah, that was yeah. one of the things like back in the Nickelback tour and all that when they were it was radio DJ that kind of started a vendetta between Hinder and Saving Able. We just played into it because it's like we all really fighting right now, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, so on the the Nickelback run, we kind of when we first got there, those guys put that Jaeger machine to use like so to squash all the beef at the beginning of the tour like we went on their tour bus and they had literally like 120 shots of Jaeger in a circle oh my gosh and it, was like 10, it was like 10 shots a piece for you know 12 band members you know and we're we maybe not 10 it was way more than you should have had to drink in one sitting and we all did shot until we finished the circle we all hit you know maybe we had a joint I don't know. so what you're <laughs> telling me what you're telling me is the internet is completely wrong and that Nickelback is completely badass. They're actually all really. Uh, absolutely. Right? We're, absolutely. We're just going to put this out there. We're, we're Nickelback fans. It's fine. We're, we're going to. Every time, every time they go out on tour, they generally sell out arenas. So all of the people that are saying we don't like Nickelback. Are horrible liars. Did they put on a good show? They have they, even in their early days too, man. The, the pyro. I served with those guys for nine months. It, it is one of the most badass shows I've ever seen. In my yeah, life. yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and they are a hundred percent awesome musicians as well. Yeah. You know what's funny is like that that idea of hating Nickelback is such a big thing that it's trickling down to a generation that don't even know who Nickelback is. Right. <laughs> my children, one of my daughters the other day heard a Nickelback song and she looked at me and said, aren't I not supposed to like them for some reason? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. Like people uh -oh. like a guy Ferrari. Like, what did they ever do to anybody? Dude, right. guy Ferrari. He's done nothing but like help businesses all over the place, and because he wore flames on his shirt and backwards sunglasses, everybody treats him like a pile of shit. He got yep. that up and shit about people constantly. Everybody loves sound <laughs> But but these people all had shows or tours like forever. Like they just and some of them still do. They still do all this stuff. So come on, guys. You know something's not right there. It's they're, they're cool people. It, here's what you get in Nashville. Now it's it's fun to hate Florida Georgia Line, right? Everybody says that. All these songwriters, well, did we move on from Luke Bryan? No, I love Luke Bryan. <laughs> hey, listen, they'll say, well, you know, because Joey Moy is the producer for Florida Georgia Line, and he was the producer for Nickelback and everything else. So, say, <laughs> say, the so they'll say, oh, we, we hate Florida Georgia Line. You probably don't know who they are. But people say they hate them. I'm like, what if they wanted to cut one of your songs? Oh, I love them. I love them. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's yeah. how it goes. And by by the way, we were forced to know about them because we have internet. So there's that's that. right. Um, and whatever, you know, there's, there's not, uh, save William hung. There's no real bad musicians out there right now. He's a preference for sure. But, uh, you know, we're, we're into rock metal and alternative. That's what yeah. we do. Um, yeah. 
but that's not that doesn't mean we don't like other genres we don't right right listen to the other genres but we respect the crap out of them because it's all music it's all somebody's talent and somebody has to do that somebody there's there's a billion people out there that love country music there's a billion people out there that love rock and sometimes those people cross over sometimes those two things happen one percent of one percent like my music see that's a valid point that you just made too because you were talking about radio earlier um the one thing that i do see that's happening right now that i that i do dig is the fact that it's um i'm watching my kids and i'm watching a generation of people that almost don't understand genres mm. they just yeah. like whatever they like and i dig that idea as an artist especially when you're like um like being said something about both of us being rock guys and jared's far more rock and i'm far more country on that but he still leans country as well and mm. i lean rock as well and to not be stuck in a creative box and yeah. to just produce and release whatever you want to produce and release and let your fans be the judge if they, they dig it or not. And to not have someone like you guys who may have never heard of someone like me um, because of, you know, a, a job. Boundaries. Or right, or, right. And even the, the, there's almost like a prejudice with, with uh, different genres of music. Like, oh, I don't listen to that. I don't listen to that. But then I watch yeah. my kids like, um, uh, they told me that they didn't like country music, and then I heard one of them listening to uh, Johnny Cash. And oh. I, I thought you didn't like country. And he goes, "Right, that's country. I thought that was rock. <laughs> like there wasn't an idea. He thought it was just old school yeah. rock." Well, and, country, but country has been through so much, though. It's been through so many different genres inside of its own genre that it's kind of it's kind of hard to. I mean, you don't hear Johnny Cash type stuff. I don't know how to say that. Uh, you don't really. Like that style, obviously, is that its, sound. its own. That's how type of music. Well, not, yeah. on, not on radio. Not on radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, though, with the streaming, that the, the one thing that I do like, I definitely don't like the way we're getting paid by streaming, but <laughs> I do like the, or not getting paid by streaming, but I, yeah. I do <laughs> like, yeah, I, I do <laughs> like the fact that it's breaking down boundaries to a degree yep. and letting us be totally creative. Yeah. Well, and I agree. And I think, um, you know, I, I thought that when uh, when this whole streaming thing became something, I was I was incredibly excited because I was like, oh, this is a way to actually track and pay these artists. And and it is it, that's exactly what it does. The only problem is, is that the labels are still in control of it. So the labels are still taking 75, 80, sometimes even 90 percent of the profits and just buying their Porsches and Ferraris and all this stuff. Not all labels, not all Those labels, bastards. but uh, oh, a lot of labels. Um, oh, it was just. My, my label. <laughs> yeah. My label. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now, I was at Capitol. Oh, well, that's Universal now. <laughs> yeah, they all, yep. they all go together. Yep. yep. They're all pretty much the same. Um, let's, uh, let's jump back. I got a game, but let's jump back here real quick, too. I got a quick question about the casino days. Now, you know, you guys did that for a while. All of you did that? Did you guys all play? Okay. So you've played... You've played arenas, you've played venues, uh, you've played festivals, you've played casinos. I have, I have never played a casino. Is there a big difference or is it just simply another venue? Well, I think it depends on what part of the casino you're playing. If you're playing in a room that's made for people to listen, it's like another con- it's like any other concert mm. in the hall or whatever. Um, I've also been the guy that had to play. There, there's some of these stages in casinos that the bar is in front of the stage so that people, if they are going to listen, they're going to be right there at the bar. <laughs> and if the machines are at the all around you, those gigs are a little tough to do. Oh, man. Yeah, I bet. If somebody's losing, they hate you. Hey, I got, hell yeah. I got you. We, we, yeah. <laughs> boy, we did this casino. I did this casino in uh, Wisconsin. It was the same setup. It had like this, the movie stage and this bar, and I was just up there acoustic. And I got about 30 minutes into it, and the uh, the casino like manager or whatever came yeah. over to me and goes hey uh, i'm just gonna pay you can you stop and i was like whoa what did i do and he was like no one's gambling they're all just standing there listening and i was like so wait, wait, wait what did i get paid well, i don't understand what just happened <laughs> 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 you can't wow. do good of a job was like, oh, okay yeah. i'm gonna go home now but the the casino you're talking about it was really that one was i think we really more got paid for us just being us most yeah. of our job was really just to we kind of walk around and hang with, out with people. We would and, sit on stage with a guitar and do this. We might sing a song. And then, we, then they'd give us money to go gamble <laughs> with the people there. I mean, just, 
And it wasn't credit. It was like, hey, here's five hundred dollars each. Go out there and play games with people. Yeah, it was really just keeping us hanging out. So that nice. Thought, hey, and that was once right a month for like three years. Plus, they paid us good. So wow. we were like, I did you ever win? Did you ever win anything crazy? Like win? Yeah, we won. Yeah, we won a couple of two or three thousand dollars. This asshole. <laughs> oh, dude, that's another always, it always I'm comes back to him. him. I'm playing with him in Sturgis. Okay. Oh. Is, I told uh, him. Well, yeah. This is like that's the first place I ever met him was at Sturgis. Okay. I'm just waiting for opening for Journey. Oh, uh, nice. Journey. When they had the little the, the the new singer who sounds just like Steve Perry. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yep. Anyways, so, so the first time I met him was in, you want me to tell that first? I don't know. We got so many stories. We got so many stories. Uh, <laughs> so like the first time I met him was in Sturgis. And so just to tell you the whole story real quick, like yeah. I, I went in earlier that day because I was playing another stage in Sturgis. I went in earlier that day. We were in Buffalo stage. Chip. Yeah, they were Buffalo Chip. And I, I said, uh, hey, I'm on the same label as these guys. I, I haven't met them. I'd like to come see them. Yeah, yeah, their producer told me to stop by, blah, blah. And uh, they take me backstage as if the president of the United States was there because <laughs> Bernie was there. And surrounded with like 12 wow. guards. Like 12 guards. And then they only to, to find out that I don't check out for my background or something and they tell me I can't come backstage. <laughs> Later that night after my show, they've already played, I've already played. I'm in a van that costs no lie, maybe $2,000. I pull up to the back gate where all the buses and everything are and, and had a notebook piece of paper from a gig before laying in the, the window of a broken down piece of shit hand that said artist. And the artist <laughs> looked at me and he went, can I see? And he looked at the piece of paper and goes, never mind, going through. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I meet him. No lie, at least eight times that night. Every I would meet him and we would hang out, talk for a minute, and he was so messed up. And he'd go back on the bus right and he'd come back off the bus. And as soon as he came off the bus, he'd go, Jared, wait. Yeah, I know. We were better. So we're playing this gig like two years later together. and. In the middle of the show, we're like swapping in and out throughout the show. We put like this two and a half hours set together, and I'm playing like three songs, and then he plays like three songs, and I play like three songs. The band's just staying continuous the whole time. Yeah, we all use the we're same band. And, and nice. we're jumping up there singing backgrounds to each other, just having fun with it. And I get through my three songs, and I'm like, hey, where's Weeks? And the band leader's like, I don't know. So I sing another song, and I'm like, hey, someone find Weeks. And they're like, I don't know where he is, man. And so I look up during like the fifth song in, and I see him running out of the casino. <laughs> <laughs> he, he runs up on stage as he's going to take next song. And he's like, dude, I just won like $2,500. <laughs> oh gambling. Three songs, and he bolts off stage again, runs back into the casino. Oh my gosh. Runs back out. He just kept winning money all night long. <laughs> I ended up winning like $4,500. Like wow. Golly. <laughs> That's wow. awesome. Not, and he shared it with, oh, wait, no, no. He <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to my wife. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, you I, did. I thought, what was the question? <laughs> That's it. Yes. Um, let's play a game. All right. This one is called, it's a, it's a Mad Lib. Are you guys familiar with Mad Libs? Yeah. All right, good. Um, this is a... Uh, so essentially what you do, I'll just say, hey, uh, give me an adjective and you give me an adjective or whatever, or, you know, whatever. And uh, this is, um, we're going to change the lyrics to Led Zeppelin's Rock and Roll. So it should get kind of weird. Um, that's the goal if you guys are picking up what I'm laying down. So <clears throat> yeah, we like to get weird. Yeah, yeah weird is good. And by, the, by the way, I don't like doing this on Zoom. I want to be, I want to be there. Yeah, I want to I like this. Oh, I hate this. Um, so we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get together and hang out. We'll we'll do a Zoom while we're hanging out next right. to each other. Uh, yeah, I like that better. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway. Um all right. <clears throat> Gentlemen, let's start this game. And uh this game is brought to you by probably somebody. I don't know. Um we'll figure that out later, I suppose. So the first thing, the first thing, and again, this is uh, Led Zeppelin's rock and roll 
It's uh, for those of you that have no idea what this show is about. It's about music. So that means this is a freaking song. Pay attention. Yeah. Um, uh, I need a, uh, I need an adjective. Yellow. <laughs> okay. That works. That works. See, I need you to tell me what you actually need. When you say adjective, there's an adverb. Take it off. I'll keep you in the know. Descriptive words. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then I need, uh, I need another adjective or describing word describing word i'm going to give you bumpy oh bumpy <laughs> that's was, a good one we haven't had that one before bumpy. i was gonna say course <laughs> save it you might yes, need it save that we might we might need it um now i need a uh i need a verb which is an action word wiggling oh wiggle in yellow bumpy bumpy wiggling Wiggling. Wiggling. I don't even wiggling. Wiggling. That'll work. Wiggling. Uh, wiggling. Another verb. Mm. Pulsate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Hold on to hold on to that one. And okay, so I need another verb. You want to do throbbing then? Yep. Pulsating, throbbing, yellow, bumpy. I'm gonna do throb because it doesn't say I need an ing. So we'll see. I'm already seeing this like yellow, bumpy, throbbing hot dog shaped worm or something. I don't know what's going on. It's gonna be real weird. We're gonna enjoy the crap out of it. Um, where am I at? That was, uh, let's see. I'm on number. F okay. So I need a good Lord. I need another verb. God. Oh. What is it? Run, runny. Runny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, runny, I think is an adjective. Well, run. Yeah. Runny is an oh, adjective. <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah. Let's, Let's uh, licking. Oh, yeah, licking, licking, <laughs> gagging. <laughs> wow, you know what? Every time, every time, every time you guys say something, I'm just gonna pause because the next one is generally the better one. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, along those lines, I need uh, I need one more verb, and I think we're gonna move on to something else. One more verb incoming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't do the next word. Have you heard the song you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm the next All right. So, what are we settling on then? Uh, um. Wait, what was it? A verb? Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Itchy, itchy. <laughs> Itching. Okay. Um, adject adjective, a describing word. Now we'll go with runny. <laughs> runny. That's not about my head. Fair enough. Um, uh, a noun, a person, place, or thing. Thing. Pumps and Johnny. Pumps and Johnny Phil. Oh my gosh. Oh, I like that. That seems to be going on. <laughs> Don't worry uh, about spelling it. I'm not. Karen. Karen. Another uh, another noun. Person, place, or thing. Which one did we use last? You said Karen, right? Yes. And Karen, Karen it is. Karen. Um. Eggplant. By the way, Karen goes with Karen. Karen. The Karen. Karen. <laughs> Drugs. What about, uh, I need an adjective, another describing word. Another describing word. Chunky. Chunky. Love chunky. I don't skinny dip, I chunky dump. <laughs> Thick. Thick. Uh, noun, person, place, or thing? Um, car wash. At the car wash. That is completely random. I, I have Tourette's. That's the best. That's the, random is the best. Another noun. Golf cart. 
golf cart. Uh, I need one of them fancy verbs. Love. Okay. Uh, love is a verb. That is true. Um, a plural plural noun. So something with an S. Octopi. Oh. <laughs> Best. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to say that. I was going to say snakes. Octopussy. Snakes. Snakes? Snake. Um. Uh. Oh, crap. An adverb. Uh-oh. What is an adverb? I forget what that is. Adverb adds to the verb. Reluctance to describe it. Yeah, just grab it. Slowly. That'd be like slowly running. Slowly. Right? Let's try it. Let's try yeah, it. I think you're right. I yeah. don't care if you are or not. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, then just a regular verb. Coming. Yeah. Done. Uh, Already? Yeah. No another verb, another verb, another verb. Three more words? Just one. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, there are two coming up. Trickle. 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 Trickling. Ooh, that's good. Uh, one more. Pickled. <laughs> pickled or tickled? Either one. Let's go with let's go with pickle tickling. <laughs> <laughs> Spell that the spell that the best you can, Eric. <laughs> Got it. Let's do pickling. Yeah, that'll work. Um, I, no, no, I've already wrote. I've already, I've already got pickle tickling down. So that's what it is. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, n- now, <clears throat> I need a. I need a. Uh, I need an adjective. Adjective. That's a describing word. Describing word. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yum. You said yum or yum? With, with yum. eight M's. Yum. Yum. There's a comedian that said, it's totally fine to say yum, but to say yum. Yeah. <laughs> it's not acceptable. You can't. You can't. You cannot say it twice. You can't. Um, I need a verb, but I need an ending in I-N-G. So... Um, an action word ending in ing. Flying. What, what is? Flying. Flying. Like Superman. Superman. Uh, give me uh, give me another one of those. Uh, swimming. Ooh. Oozing or swimming? Oozing. Oozing. <laughs> swimming could work in this in this too if it, if there's another one. Um. Let's see. I need another freaking adverb. Uh, uh, warm, warmly, warmly, warmly. warmly. That's one warm. of those Nashville words. Warmly, warmly. Uh, now I need an adjective describing word. Mm. Turquoise. <laughs> Turquoise. Now I need a plural noun. So a person, place, or thing, but belly buttons. Belly buttons. That was quick. By the way, guys, if you uh, ever dance under that name, does not work like you think it would. (laughs) Just FYI. Okay, belly buttons. And then I need a uh, just a regular verb. Mm. Drying. Drying? Yeah. All right. That's an action, right? Sure. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. After it's wet, it's got to dry, man. Uh, I need <laughs> Everybody a... was like... Yeah. <laughs> um, another verb. Thrusting. Rusting. Um, plural noun. Person, place, or thing, but plural. Mm, I got it. 
Plural. What is it? Ladies. 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 Lady parts. Um. <laughs> okay, let's see here. I was walking by the fish marking watch. Hello. <laughs> 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 Because fish. <laughs> That's a song. I don't know. I remember the song my brother used to listen to. I need, uh, I need a noun. Um, catacomb. Good lord, catacomb. <laughs> you leave it up to Jared. You can tell this is a Led Zeppelin song. It's going on for like twenty minutes. It is. <laughs> well, half of it's because I got to Google the spelling of what these guys right? are saying. Um, we had a we had a guitar player once that sang this song at a show where not one person in the crowd had a clue what he was singing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. do. Um, now I'm kind of uh, kind of at a loss here. Let's do. Uh, uh, I need another. I need another. Um, what would that be? I guess that'd be a noun. Thermos. Thermist. Thermist. Good old thermist. Okay. That was. Okay. Now I need. Um... Hmm. A. That's weird. Yeah. It just kind of cut off on me. Cool. That's it. I need a, uh, yeah, I did. We're just going to make this crap up. So good luck with everything we're about to do. Cause I don't know. We're just going to make it all up. Give me a, give me a noun. Trump. Done. <laughs> Done. Um, give me a adjective. Trumping. <laughs> That's a verb. <laughs> That's a verb. That is a verb. Well, well, I don't know. It could be. It, it could it, be. It could be an adjective. Yeah. It very well could be. Um, let's let's go, let's go with uh, um, limping. Limping. Um, what, are, what were we describing? An adjective. An adjective. Oh, yeah, okay. an, an adjective. Broken. Mmm. Broken. <laughs> Okay. Um, noun. Meat curtain. <laughs> Meat curtain. That's interesting. Yeah, in a butcher shop. <laughs> <laughs> I like the seven. Because a butcher shop is what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Um. <laughs> That's what Rocky was using to hit in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it slid like a curtain. Uh, I need a verb. <laughs> Another verb. Throwing Another verb. Throwing up. <laughs> Throwing up. Uh, regurgitating. Re mother. Dry heating. Gurgitate. I'm a radio guy, not a spelling guy. All right. We're gonna... I used to, that used to be my slogan, like on Twitter. I'm a writer, not a speller. <laughs> 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 a writer, not a speller. Adjective. Next school noun, butt commas. Butt commas. <laughs> butt commas. Is that an adjective? <laughs> it can be. <laughs> um yeah, give me give me an adjective. Describing oh. word. Airy. Ooh. Ooh, that's good. Airy. And another one. Mm. Um, <laughs> bear. Bear. B A R E. And then one more. The last one. Last verb. Thank God. I'm sorry. Where did it going? Adjective. Slippery. Slippery. All right. Now. <clears throat> This is where it gets weird. All right. 
this is where it gets weird. This is this is where it gets weird. Yeah. So here's what we've got. Now again, this is uh this is Led Zeppelin's song called Rock and Roll. For those of you um kids that don't have any idea who Led Zeppelin is, you can leave. Bye. Um, <laughs> I don't to the party. Um, <laughs> Google it real quick and then come back. Whatever you need to do, just know. All right, here we go. <clears throat> it's been a yellow time since I rock and rolled. It's been a bumpy time since I did the wiggling. Oh, let me pulsate it back. Let me throb it back. Let me lick it back, baby. Where I itching from? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been a runny time. Been a Poxitani fill time. Been a Karen lonely, 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 lonely time. Yes, it has. That one kind of fits. I like it that. It does. Kind of fits. <laughs> Uh, it's been a chunky time since the car wash of golf carts. I can't love the snakes of life with no slowly coming me back. Trickle me back. Pickle tickling me back. Baby, where I come from. It's been a yum time. Been a flying time. Been a oozing lonely, 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 lonely time. Got awkward there. Seems warmly turquoise since we talked in the moonlight, making belly buttons that just can't dine right. Thrusting your ladies, catacomb your thermos, trump your broken baby, let me meet curtain. <laughs> That's right. It's been a hairy time, been a bear time, been a slippery, lonely, 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 lonely time. That's it right there. Let me meet curtains. Let me <laughs> love it. The turquoise moon thing. <laughs> seems warmly turquoise since we walked in the moonlight. I mean, that sounds like a poetic. It seems warm, warmly turquoise. It kind of fits. It kind of fits. It's warmly turquoise since we walked in the moonlight. I like right? it. I think it's good. It's I like it. Twilight. I'd watch it. <laughs> it's very, it's very uh, perfect for Halloween. That's right. And you know what, fellas? For Christmas, Eric Black will come back and read you the night before Christmas in Mad Lib forms That's at right. Christmas time. That's right. That would be sweet. There should be an album with that. There, there might be. be. Yeah, there might be. I'll put some. I'll put some music to it. I play the juice harp, so we should be good. Yeah. Sweet. Mm. Ah, well, gentlemen, that's all the time we have um, for tonight, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow night. We'll just do this whole thing all over again. I'm actually as well. Should be good. Yeah. We'll just do part two. Um, yeah. Of the, of the 16 hour series. It should be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The double fine. disc iPod, I mean, uh, podcast. Yeah. I told, I told Jared it was going to be like seven hours today. Vegas. We're nothing but me and him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Four hours in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. It was at one of those private casinos, but it, it Oh. We, um, oh. <laughs> High rollers, high rollers. Oh, that's real nice. You boys are high rollers all up in here. Oh, that's real nice. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to have to call it a night um, just simply because I'm going to be honest with you. I got to poop. I got to poop. He's got to poop. So. See, I did one pregame. I did two. pregame, bro. I should have. Well, this one is going to fill up my chair, so I need to just <laughs> – I need to That's just take a minute. What you can do before you go on stage. Because you never want to get on stage and have to poop. Oh, no. That is the worst. It is that the worst. When you have to go do a show, like you normally at a studio. Because um, studio, let's just face it. Studio bathrooms are stupid. Uh, I don't I don't like them. Uh, but when you get on the show, which I, I'm translating what I do into what you do. So when you get on, when you do a show, when I start doing whatever this, they're going to call this. It's not great. If you feel like that, that, that point where it you're just like, doesn't work. I don't know if this is going to be good or bad because I can fart all day long. No one, no one's here right now. It's fine. But if I poop, <laughs> I'm going to be sitting here like, mm, <laughs> hey, I, no, I think it's not. probably worse for you though, because at least we have like the, the crowd and see so there's an energy to kind of keep your mind off of things. But if you get in your own head about the fact that you got to take a dump and you're sitting there by yourself. Yeah. Right. It's not great. So, well, so we can do magic here. We can actually like disappear and put a lapel mic on. We can just be like, doo, 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 and then do this and then talk to you from the toilet. Sweet. And we, we can still do this. We can make this right. happen. Movie magic for Hollywood yeah. people yeah. now. We have a buddy named Irene and he forgot one night that he was having a problem with it before he got on oh, stage. Yeah. And he got on top of his bass amp, no joke. And he jumped off <laughs> of it. He landed. He was wearing white pants and he just. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> it's horrible. Oh man! I want that. I, I want that, that story. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we need it. We need. Oh, that sounds like one of those motivational posters. Like you see that, and it just says commit. I'll get rid of my cat menu from the list. Take your one for the team. Yes, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) All right, Uh, well, guys, uh, we appreciate you all coming on the show. We've got uh, Jared Squared and Vinny. Um, go check them out. The tour. Oh, you know what? We got to talk about where we're going to find all of you guys. So that's right. Uh, uh, weeks. If you want to start, we'll go around the room, uh, share websites, if your socials, whatever you guys want to share. You can find everything Instagram, Facebook. I'm at the Jared weeks. Uh, Vinny. I'm at big B I G G Vinny B I N N Y back on Instagram. And that leads you to everything else. Or I can send you my bump card. There we go. Yeah. Mine's just Jared Blake music. Keep it really simple. Jared Blake music. And I won't know how to look it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No, I get that. Yeah. That's definitely fair. That's like we we named the show Rockcast because we're like, I'm not going to remember whatever name we come up with. No. That Rockcast table. (laughs) Yeah. We could have called it Rockcast. We did. And they're like, you can't do that. And we're like, but we did. We already, it's happening. And they're like, you can't do that. We're like, Fine. You know what? Fine. Yeah. Let's just name it the same thing everyone else has named it. Rockcast. Yeah. Rockcast. You got to do the list. Yeah, that's perfect. Right there. All right. Well, we, uh, we're going to close it out now. I know I've said that three times, but I can't quit you guys. I just can't. I can't no. quit you. That's just how it is. That's how we're married. That's fine. Uh, I mean, I've got, which one do you want? I've got them all. <laughs> yeah, <hang on. laughs> yeah. So he doesn't have any, but that's fine. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, we, uh, this has been uh, an amazing time. I think we've gone over quite a bit in, in time. So I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on this. And by editing, I mean, I'm not doing you any of that. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that. It's all good. Yeah. Raw we're not gonna is do the best. Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I do appreciate it. If you guys want to know more about them, please follow everything that they are doing. They're doing a lot of good stuff, whether you like rock, country, or any type of variation in between uh, these guys. I'm I'm confident that they will make you happy in some sort of way, either physically or mentally. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, go check out the show, rockcastshow.com. You can find us online. Go subscribe to our YouTube. We're trying to get to that 100 mark. I know, that's sad, but we're trying yeah. to get to the 100 marks. So we can have our own URL. So if that's you can right. have 98 of you uh, go and subscribe to that. That'd be fantastic. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who are the other two, Eric? We are the other two. That's you right. and I, buddy. You and you I. You got to start somewhere, right? That's right. You to start That's somewhere. Right. Well, we started the, the page late. Now we're just... That's right. Whatever. It's fine. It's our fault. Anyway, rockcastshow.com. Go check it out. Uh, we'll... Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll see you next time. Maybe we won't. Maybe it'll just be a blank screen. Anyway, uh, bye. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Peace.